Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about how you can get people to actually pay for your high ticket offer because one of the things I hear from coaches is that they think they have a great offer. They think that they, you know, the people will actually want it. And when you think, that doesn't mean that you know. And so we have to talk about what you can be doing to improve the number of yeses you're getting for your offer and how do you create an offer that's compelling enough to do that. So if you've never seen my past videos before, one of the ways that I talk with my clients about how to increase their results is that you have to have a very compelling offer and you have to have people converting and saying yes to it. And one of the things or formulas or business equations that um, I learned from Brooke Castillo, who's one of my favorite people, she shares that the number of offers you make minus the no's equal your results. And that is so true, right? But where people get tripped up, and today in this video, we're only gonna talk about one part of that equation because it starts with the offer. So if you have an offer and you keep saying, I do health coaching or I do life coaching or I help you with work-life balance or I help you with getting more energy back or I help you with becoming more confident, that is very weak. It's very weak offer because A lot of people help with that stuff. What makes you compelling enough to charge high ticket and be the person that people want to go to for that offer? So, and it's not just about you, it's what what about your method, what about uh, the transformation that you provide is specific enough that people are like, yes, sign me up, I would like that. Because it's much easier to say, do you want to lose 10 pounds in 90 days without being a victim to overeating anymore, that's way more specific and better than saying, do you want to be healthy? Because someone's gonna say, yeah, I wanna be healthy, but do you want that very specific outcome you're gonna bring in a group of people who is willing to pay for that outcome that's way more specific and way more compelling um, than just saying, do you wanna be healthy? Because I could be healthy by going to read a blog on Google. I can be healthy by eating a good lunch today, but can I lose 10 pounds by myself without being a victim to overeating anymore? That's way more specific, Um, just to give you an example. So the first thing we have to remember is that coaching itself is a commodity. It's a, it's a, it's like saying, you know, you have a therapist or whatever, but what your offer is, 
is where you get people interested. So rather than continuing to say I do health coaching or life coaching, we have to get specific on your hook point and your actual offer that you can make to people that they could say yes or no to. And so a lot of times um, people avoid this is because they wanna pick the right thing and because they want, they don't feel confident enough in making a strong offer because they're not sure they could provide it or they think that, um, you know, in order to do that, they, they can't control the other person on the other end to get them to that outcome. And so I want to answer those two uh, concerns. The first thing is with the offer, you need to just pick something, you need to make it specific, and you need to start making that offer to people to know if it's a good one or not. You need to start getting feedback on it and start learning from the no's or why people are saying they wouldn't pay for that or why they don't have the time for it so that you can continue to improve your offer. And the only, the best source of feedback for your offer is your niche giving it to you. It's not gonna come from yourself writing in a journal and it's not gonna come from your coach because your coach doesn't even know your niche. You need to talk directly to your target audience and make the offer, get yourself in a position to be making offers to hear back from them, Is am I getting a good response with this offer? Is this offer sellable? Or people saying, no, it's too expensive. And if it's too expensive, you have to be able to ask them, hey, what about this offer would make it more of a no-brainer for you? What would make it valuable enough for you to say, I gotta go figure out how I can find the money for this? I gotta go figure out what I can reallocate in my budget to make room for this. That is the feedback you wanna get. It goes much more beyond somebody saying it's too expensive. You need to start learning what can you do to make your offer such a no-brainer and amazing at the, the outcome it provides that your audience is thirsty for and make sure you incorporate that so that you're no longer, you know, people are willing to find the resources to pay for your services. and. You also, when I going back to the concern about, well, I don't know if I can make that very confident offer of saying I help people get off their sleep medications in 60 days and sleep like a baby eight hours a night, that in and of itself, I don't know if I can make that promise because what if blah, blah, blah. What if they have narcolepsy or something? Okay, well, let's back up. Your job is to be able to support somebody and give them the things that they need to be able to do that and help them implement it, help keep them accountable to it. And whether or not they implement or whether or not they show up or whether or not they have a random um, setback or something, that is not, you can still make an offer in your marketing and talk more with them on a discovery call and see where they're at and see if you can actually, if they're a fit for the program and then decide accordingly, okay? But the whole point with marketing is you wanna give people what they want and, and be able to put out there what it is that you offer that's clear for people to resonate with that they are seeking and solve their problems in your program and, and the how is less important when you're actually making the offer. So I want you to work on your beliefs around that, that, oh well, I can't you know confidently make an offer because what if the person falls off track or what if the person has like, uh, you know, doesn't come to the coaching calls or something. Start with an offer, don't worry about that. See if they're a right fit when you have your discovery call with them and then decide accordingly if they're fit for the program, if they're fit for the program, okay? So also, as you know, in coaching, you know, you 
have a contract where you say, here's what I can offer you, here's what's included. Obviously implementing it is up to you. I'm not a doctor, blah, blah, blah. So you can work, work with, with that as well. Okay, now the other thing to keep in mind when you, come, when you are coming up with your offer, there's a couple components. First, there's who is it for? And when you're choosing who it's for, I wanna encourage you to pick somebody who already understands the importance of what you offer and already is spending money on the thing or the category that you offer. So in other words, one of the questions I got in my Facebook group is, how do I find people who will actually pay for my services without batting an eye? And my answer is, well, okay, let's say you offer anti-aging health type of coaching. Why would you offer that to somebody who doesn't really, like, they are kind of toying around with that idea, but they've never invested or spent money on it before? It's going to be a lot harder to convince them to invest in you versus going to a place where, uh, going to a med spa or collaborating with an anti-aging um, company like for skincare products or seeing who follow those accounts who buy those things it's much easier to find and connect with those kinds of people who already understand the importance of investing in their anti-aging and have demonstrated that they put money behind it in the past and working with those people compared to somebody who you're gonna to have to really convince. So number one, pick a niche that's very findable. Pick a niche who understands the importance of what it is you already offer rather than needing to educate and convince them of that. And then number three, make sure you're picking a niche that um, is not like, you know, somebody who's not a decision maker, like a child, right? Unless you're gonna be really hitting hard the parents in your marketing, for example. Okay, so there's the, the niche component of the offer. There's the end goal or promise of the offer, which is, for example, something specific rather than saying, have less stress. What if it's reduce your worry by 50% and that is what you focus with, with your people on. You give them systems and formulas and journal exercises to help them stop worrying and reduce it by 50%. And the way you measure that is you do a scale test at the beginning, like scale one to 10, where's your worry and then you do a check-in and it's at a five and or whatever it is for you okay so that's um really important so there's who it's for there's what's the promise there's also how many days or how long is this going to take are you shortening the journey for them making it much more easy and are you um what's the the part about your offer and your method that is avoiding what they hate okay so let me give you a couple examples how to sleep like a baby without sleep medications in 90 days. Reason why this offer is more specific and better than just saying how to be a better sleeper, how to, how to, get, how to have more energy, is because you're saying get off your sleep medications. Maybe that's something they've really been wanting to do for a long time now and you're finally helping them get off their sleep medications. That's like, they're so excited about that. And then also sleep through the night. Okay, so the end, promise and then in 90 days you added a date to it so that's much stronger and you're gonna that still might not even be strong enough the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you first start with something you put it out there you see the feedback you get and you keep evolving and adapting based on what your target audience says and continue to develop your program in in a way that meets their goals and, and that kind of thing so you really have to listen to the audience 
Um, but you do have to start somewhere. So start with something you think that's pretty compelling and then start to get feedback and learn from the no's. The other thing is you have to think about you. The ultimate goal with this offer is to like, you want the audience it's delivered to, to be thirsty for it, have struggled with it long enough and are, don't see any other options. Like, it's like if you were, I don't know, in a desert and on a drought and somebody offered you water and you've been there for three weeks, you'd be like, I will do anything to pay, find the re to pay for this water right now. Okay. So you really want to make sure it's something big enough and relevant enough to your ideal client's life. Um, that it's not just a nice to have, but it's like, I really urgently want this. The other thing you have to think about too, um, when it comes to your offers, stop getting around this mindset that it's about how long and how much time you're spending with your coaching clients and how many worksheets and workbooks and stuff you have, stuff and fluff, okay? We need to get away from this idea that it's about the stuff and fluff that adds value to your program. What adds value to your program is getting them to an end goal in less time with less effort and having to do less things to get to that end goal. So if you are continuing to pitch your programs and make offers based on like, it's 12 sessions, it's 12 hours, it's, you know, whatever, that's not the main point of your program. Yeah, that might be how you deliver the materials and how you deliver the transformation and how you structure your offer, but that's not the thing that's important and you don't want your ideal clients to be thinking that you are giving them hours for dollars. That's not how we want an offer to be communicated. That's not what makes an offer good or bad. It's irrelevant, okay? What's relevant is that they get to the end goal and how that's delivered, you know, is obviously they're gonna have bound things that they, ways that they wanna do that thing. So for example, maybe they wanna get rid of diabetes, but they, they wanna do it naturally. Okay, that's fine. You can include that part and you need to make sure you highlight that. But you don't need to say, well, it's going to take shape. You get 12 sessions. Da, 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 da. That comes later in your offer process. What comes first is what's the actual offer and end goals and benefits. What comes later is when you're on your discovery call or something and they ask, how does the program work? What's the, you know, where do we start? That's where you say, okay, well, we start with a session and we did da, 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 right? So take the emphasis off of that. That should be for personal conversations when you're having these high ticket phone calls rather than putting that all out there as and calling it, I'm marketing my program because I'm saying all the stuff that's in it. You can still say what's in it, but it's lower priority than getting out the benefits of what you offer. Okay, so that said, I also want to remind you that you're always gonna get some no's because there's either gonna be the wrong person or, um, you know, the uh, offer is not, yeah, the offer is really not right for them. So in order to get better results with your offer, get more yeses, you have to increase the traffic, increase the people who are seeing and getting the offer made to them. And in order to get to a point where you're able to make a paid offer statement, you have to have two mini offers, one or two mini offers before that. And what I mean by that is, somebody doesn't just sign up for your program, they first need to raise their hand that they're even interested, okay? So the way that you do that is you either have a freebie, like a lead magnet or something that allows them to say, that's related to your bigger offer, and it allows them to say, hey, that's me, I'm interested, raising my hand. And, or you have a, a call with somebody who, 
they've expressed interest and then you make a paid offer. So they've expressed interest in the call first. So that said, I want you to approach everything like an offer. The call itself is an offer and needs a hook statement. The um, lead magnet is an offer in and of itself and needs a statement. The title of this video is an offer that I'm making to you to see who's interested actually in this topic. So that everything you do is an offer, essentially. The headlines in your posts, the calls to action in your posts. So get really good at paying attention to, is this offer juicy? Is this pretty strong? Is this compelling? Um, and you'll, you'll start to learn based on the feedback you're getting. So that said, instead of saying, I'd love to offer you a discovery call, you would say something like, this week I'm sharing the number one hack to sleep through the night without, um, I don't know, let's say your audience struggles with, uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. Let's say this week I'm offering a number one hack to double your business in 90 days and I'm sharing the equation of what that is. If you wanna know what that is, comment yes, we'll get on a call, I'll share what it is, we'll talk about your goals, we'll see if I can support you in any way in making that happen, and that's it, right? And that's much more hooky than me saying, I am going to have a discovery call with you, we're gonna talk about your goals, and we're gonna see if we can work together. It's a little more generic, right? So those things are offers too. And I wanna give you a couple examples of taking something that could just be an offer, but actually um, turning it into something stronger. Uh, it could just be a generic offer, but we're turning it into something stronger. So uh, let me see, what did I write down? So I wrote down, rather than saying how to have a great offer, how to double the value and price of your offer without adding more stuff or needing more experience. That's a much more juicy title than me saying how to have a good offer. Uh, another one, how to hack your overwhelm in 30 minutes. Um, how to double your discovery calls with qualified leads in 30 days. These are much stronger points than me saying how to get more discovery calls. How to, um, how to manage your mindset for the overwhelm one. Things like that. So just get more uh, specific and be less about the how and more about the end goal and promise of the actual offer or thing. So that said, if you have any questions about offers, making offers, having the opportunity to even make offers because nobody's expressing interest or you don't have any traffic, I want you to DM me because there's a part of each part of the formula needs to be addressed. So you can't have the opportunity to make offers without discovery calls. You can't have discovery calls without having a following. You can't, so you see how it all works together and in order to comprehensively solve the equation, sometimes it takes outsourcing, sometimes it takes asking for help. And so if you need help with this topic, if you're stuck somewhere in the equation of having a following, converting them um, and you know selling your offer, DM me at Haley underscore row and we can talk more about how you can get some support with that. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call 
to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.